There's nowhere to hide. Nowhere to run. You're going to poop your pants again! Back. Oh. What did that? you do? <laughs> I did not unplug her. I t- <laughs> Ben's, yeah, Ben's headphones have now been unplugged. Oh, hi, Matt. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, I'll fix you. In should a we second. do that thing where we actually say whose voice it is? My name is Aaron. Listening, my name is Matt. Um, the voice you are hearing is Richard Kelly. And who's that other guy? Oh, yeah. Who's that? Uh, I'm Wesley. Yeah, Wesley's back. Is Ben's mic going? I don't hear it in my headphones, but if. You don't the, hear it. I don't hear my headphones. Yeah, I don't hear you either. Curious. Mm. Uh, well, continue we'll amongst yourselves while I diagnose. Like I'll kind of say. <laughs> you've been muted already. Jeez. <laughs> for the debate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're coming through. I'm going to set us up for this week's episode while Aaron messes with things behind the scenes. So. This is our fourth week, fourth of five for uh, Spook of Madness. Uh, this is the fourth year we've been doing this where we watch kind of vaguely tangential horror movies um, every week. Uh, we've started off with Mandy, oh, uh, Mandy, Young Frankenstein, and then last week we did Dr. Phoebes, the abominable doc- Dr. Phoebes. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Um, Vincent Price. Uh, this week we're doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Part Two. So I'm sure we'll talk about the the original quite a bit, but we why did, would you when you have this masterpiece? We intentionally. I think this was your idea, Aaron. Yes, it was. Yeah. Is it a Texas thing? I don't know. Jury's still out on that. <laughs> you don't think I mean, you, all you, you, Texans you, aren't like Dennis Hopper from this movie? Uh, I am. How many chainsaws do you own, Aaron? Just the one. Just the one. Okay. I did like that they kept using the Texas State uh, motto, which was, bring it all down! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fun fact, uh, this movie takes place around where I was born, when I was born. DFW? Uh, The the DFW area, 1986, a couple years before I was born. I can barely hear you. Yeah, I don't think it's coming through. Broke it. I just sat here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll. I'll fix it. We'll I think I know messing what's wrong. with it. So, Wesley, yes. you mentioned before we started uh, because I do want to kind of. We're going to dig into this episode's going to all be about part two, but in uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just a giant cord, <laughs> just completely <laughs> unplugged on the floor. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yes, you're just very loud. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Okay. I like mountain music. If Good you ever music. doubted if this was live and unedited, this is yet another another case. Thanks, Obama. Wesley. If you're looking for an audio tech, I'm widely available. <laughs> I believe in paying, but don't pay that audio guy. Don't pay him. <laughs> Wesley, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, how would you kind of 
What does it mean to How you? How would you kind of bring forward, if you were to tell the audience, if you haven't seen either one, mm-hmm. how would you kind of set them up to understand the relationship between the two movies? Oh, um, so I think even if you haven't seen the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you've got an idea of what it's about, sort of like The Shining. You know, you don't have to have seen it. It's a, it's a, um, a it's not even really a sequel. Uh, but it's as much a part of the zeitgeist. The same story. guy? Like, I know what it's about. But yeah. the second one's about a... Uh, it's not really about. It's featuring... A small town Texas cop who used to be a Texas Ranger who is tangentially related to the victims of the first movie. Franklin! Who's been tracking <laughs> the family. Um, Pop quiz, from, hot shot. <laughs> yeah. Who's been tracking the family from the first movie. Uh, you got to run the picket fence. <laughs> That's essentially what this is about. Yeah, it's... It's just disconnected enough, though, that you do not need the first movie. Yeah, and it's funny because they both have the same opening, yeah. but one of them is so much more tongue-in-cheek, yeah. and the other one felt like the first one is messed up. Yeah, it is. Let's the do, first one's scary. I think this is a good setup to talk about this movie because it, it absolutely informs my decision. Ben, you watched it, the the first one, recently. I also did. Yeah, and that's why, that's why I had, had to watch the second one just like before we got over here. Right. So you mentioned it was messed up. Let's let's just kind of all go around and like for five minutes talk about the first movie because I agree. I think that's there is something I've never that seen, I've never seen a movie. I don't think I've seen a movie quite like it to, to that has produced a feeling like I had watching the first movie. Hold on, let me set my watch. Five minutes. <laughs> no, the actors aren't very that great in, in it, and they do things that even in this one they do things that just don't. Let's just talk about the opening sequence. And yeah, two, it's a little real, silly. Two, and two? okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. You, you could have break. You could have broke. You know. You could. You could have. With the high reverse. school. You're talking about the high school bros. And yeah, the, I think that you would outrun it. Outrun it. Outrun it. Outrun it. The scene Ben's That's talking good. about is there's these down. two. <laughs> it's 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 such a departure from the first movie where the victims that are like kind of at the start are so unlikable. They're these like bro guys that are harassing shooting radio DJ up. and shooting things and knocking, like knocking over uh, mailboxes and stuff. And up comes the pickup truck with it's Leatherface, right? Isn't, isn't it Leatherface mm-hmm. that pops out? Yeah. But and, he's got a weird doll attached to him from the front <laughs> as if yeah. to be like a fake out. Yeah. But he's still got a chainsaw. So what's the point? I didn't understand that either. Yeah, it's a little silly. <laughs> and he, and then he, Kills him, obviously. Um, yeah, it made no sense. Didn't make I sense mean, at it, all. It makes sense in that he sense. kills them like he wants to. This, uh, my piece on this movie as a whole, on two, is it a lot of the. I was looking at reviews at the time that came out. A lot of people are like, this is just them trying to eke some money out of a name. And I was like, I don't think that's what this was. Well, it came out like a, over a decade yeah. later, yeah, right? Yeah, 12 yeah. years later. I mean, but it. Uh, what I saw was that he had something he wanted to say, and he was like, I'm just going to use this IP to say it again. Because it it's, felt like they cared it about this movie. It says the same thing. It has the same perspective as the first movie, which is a like a parable for post-Vietnam America, like this dark, dark, unrelenting, hateful cynicism. And that's what this movie is, but it because it's so heightened, it's kind of, uh, like, like I said before, it's about the Reagan era, the like big, Consumerist. That's what this is all about. That's why the yeah. Because right, right after the heels of of doing apocalypse net, apocalypse now, 
Dennis Hopper said, I want to do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Part two. Part, part two. two. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he had worked, Don't put me in that crappy Toby, part one. Uh, Toby Hooper like three times before that. So they were mm -hmm. fr he was friends with Toby Hooper. So I think he... Hopper this, and Hooper. Hopper and Hooper. <laughs> Hopper. Every Sunday on Hopper. CBS. Hopper. <laughs> Hopper and Hooper. Uh, they, what they I'm pretty sure... I, I had to look this up because I thought to Dennis... To their friends, that makes sense. I thought Dennis Hopper was either practicing or just redoing his blue velvet if any if you've seen blue velvet yes. it's like i feel like this is the exact same he's also the, kind of yeah. zany energy and awkward he's kind also, of timing it's a, this, the yeah. same the same villain in um in Waterworld. speed yeah and speed yeah. <laughs> forgot about Waterworld, our most watched episode yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know why you I think we should go back and put the word review in there yeah that's yeah <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Yeah. If you go on our Facebook, you say, where's movie? You know, it's, it's, it's a bunch people of people. People are just it's, desperate for Waterworld. It's a, it's a, it, well, just in general, like, where's movie? There's actually There's a people from, like, that. El Salvador. Show Bob. Where, where's movie? Yeah. Play, please. Show Bob. Here's what I'm going to say about the first movie. I feel like the first, almost half of it is like a... Three out of ten, I couldn't get into any of the characters. The second half is like a ten out of ten horror movie for me in Very terms of how I think, for me it's the opposite. Hot and like gross and weird and like things don't make sense, but they're it's not like a, a logic problem. It's it's a you know why like, you know what? this is unsettling. Yeah, These people are yeah. deranged. So what? Why it didn't work? The characters didn't work because they didn't feel real. No, they're it's, bad it's, actors. I mean, they were they were cheap actors. It's yeah, on I mean, purpose. It's, yeah, it's all and Franklin. On that Franklin character is like, I'm weird. Yeah, it's on. You know, like <laughs> it's a it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Stop uh, spitting though, because we get oh, right. sorry. You son of a sorry. It's a uh, it's on purpose. That's what. You think it was on purpose? Oh, it was 100% on purpose. Um, even Toby Hooper, I was looking into what his comments on it, which weren't really comments on it. It was from his commentary, just strips of it. Um, and it was like, this was all purposefully, like it wasn't supposed to feel like a coherent movie because living in the United States in the 80s doesn't feel coherent. Well, coherent aside, I, I still feel like you wrote characters that were, I mean, even his, the like straight characters. That's it was supposed to be more of a fever dream than a straightforward story. It was supposed to be lamp it's lampooning an entire generation. Well, this I, is point. I want to come back to the lampooning thing. Aaron, this is getting deeper than I thought it would. Aaron, what did you think? <laughs> Let's we'll move on, but Aaron, what did what was your right overall there. thought of the first movie? The first movie, I pretty much what you said. It's it's uh it starts out pretty rough and then it gets really good. It's like a it's like a study on dramatic tension. Other than the characters, Scariest. it felt real. Yeah, the characters were like like but Michael it, Bay cardboard cutouts. But, but it yeah. shot. It was shot real. It felt real. Yeah, it was. It was shot very. As, uh, what's yeah. my terminology? Always, Matter of factly. I always mm -hmm. felt. For me, it was like it feels like if Wes Anderson, early Wes Anderson, made a horror movie. Because it's like like Bottle Rocket era Wes Anderson. You ever watched that Saturday Night Live skit? Like, yeah, I, was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't know. If those they murders? heard my laughing. Are they, are they yeah. the it's been a while since I've seen it, but. Uh, <laughs> Could could it be said that the first has a carpenter feel to it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel Jesus like Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just go ahead and play the claps for that. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> Karen was a carpenter. Mm. <laughs> we don't have a. Do, do I want to clap for that or? No, no, no. <laughs> Only one clap per per joke. No, the first one is is pretty decent. Have you seen the remake of the first from like 03? I've not. No, is it good. 
I wouldn't say it's amazing, but I liked it. Oh. Who's in it? Who started? Jennifer Beale. Yeah. Jennifer Beale. I haven't yeah, heard her name in a it's, while. Uh, it's also got Arlie Ermey as a... Uh, Who's Jennifer Beale? She... She was in that show, Seventh Heaven. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was like the oldest girl. Yeah, I was ever. trying to think of like, a good... You know what's funny? What was her? Do you know what's funny? She was in a ton of stuff. You know, here's, here's, I now pronounce you... So, Seventh right? Heaven. Maybe. The dad on Seventh Heaven is in Star Trek, the motion picture. Yes. And the mom is in and Star Trek Four. He's in jail and now, for pedophilia. And now <laughs> he's in jail for pedophilia. And I saw him on Broadway as King Arthur in Spamalot. <laughs> How many other facts do you have about? Uh, I go to jail for watching him on stage. Him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was watching you from stage. Oh. Um, so anyways. okay. So here's the transition. I His would name say is Decker in Star Trek. I would say the transition effort. If I were to describe Decker. Texas Chainsaw Massacre two as a relationship, it is a sequel. It is set with the investigator track, like almost with a invested interest in these murders that are happening. We hear about are still happening in Texas. He's going vigilante, and um, I feel like the tone of it was because I I read some of the the quotes too about Toby Hooper and and. Toby Some of his opinion of the first movie. Hooper drives the boat, Chief. <laughs> he, that, that's a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. uh, he said that, Hooper said about the movie that it was Hooper. more, there, he was glad that some people called out some of the comedy elements, or the black comedy elements from the first movie. I got zero notes of, whether it was intentional or not, there was no moment where I thought there was comedy in the first movie. Yeah. This one felt like, I'm going to take that bit that I hoped was stronger and I'm going to make that movie and like enhance the kind of goofy comedy horror side you know with I, this movie. For me, it was, I feel like he was taking the conventions of the decade and applying them to his story. So the dark and horribly uh, cynical feel of the first one is like a horror Scorsese, just that unrelenting kind of very if there's any humor it's extremely dark and then chainsaw the sequel feels departed. like if terry gilliam made a texas chainsaw massacre movie. chainsaw yeah. texas it's like brazil or, or zero theorem i or thought this was more like ernest does a chainsaw massacre yeah. or um the fisher king kind ernest of. is a cannibal i did to say like the set cool it's very eighties, and yeah, so my comparison, it is very so my yeah, 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 and like, and they, we use a lot of wide angles. It had that, uh, it was better produced. Yeah, let me know what you think about this comparison. So, the Except relationship, the, the, the relationship one to two, mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw one versus two. Those relationship is the same, in my opinion, as the relationship between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one and two. The I don't have a, a clear enough like. I don't know, but you're wearing their shirt. Think of the. Who is? Oh yeah, he's, yeah. Um, he's a fraud. You're <laughs> a phony, a big fat phony. What it does with the story and the tone. So the grounded, sort of real world version, of the first one, and then in the second Ninja Turtles movies, you get the fucking Super Shredder and Toka and Razar. Super Shredder, which is Super Shredder, which Shoot. is like chop chop super. and Leatherface. Super, and then you get Grandpa, <laughs> which is like the Super Shredder at the end. They're well, yeah. You see what I mean? Like there is some overlap for sure. <laughs> Just the tonal like shift that you have to take it to this level. I, sure. That's what I, I kept I watching. Mean, I was like, "This is." I don't disagree that that's what happened. I guess we can talk about the success of it. I mean, what you know, did, you Aaron know, and Ben? You know, what actually, did, kind of how do you me, here's feel? a good example of it. Actually, here's a good. Ex this is exactly. 
It was a tonal shift. So there was Gremlins and then Gremlins, Gremlins 2. 2. It's the exact same, exact same that's idea. That's but Gremlins saying, 2 yeah. is much better. Movie. That was the point I was trying to make is yeah, that was what Gremlins was happening 2. at that's, the time. That's what you meant. And they're, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2? They're making fun of themselves. They're, yes. They're making a, they're satire yeah. of what they did that was serious. Yes, yes Evil Dead and Evil, you Evil think Dead 2. So would you... Like, I could see... We're not comparing them to the same movie. No, 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 no. Tell them I said their execution of what they wanted to do. Well, I guess I would ask... That's a good point. Do you think that this is a satire of the movie they had made? Like yes, he was satirizing his own movie. The, he's using it as a way to satirize society in general. But now that you mentioned that, all I could think about is Jordan Peele with blonde hair saying, like, he's got a plate what? in his head. It's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Walk me through why this movie's good. <laughs> walk me through the satire. Walk me through what it's saying. Okay. I, I mean, or even if it's referencing the other. Walk me is through the, same the values. Yes, Toby Hooper. Yeah. But <laughs> what the satire is of, like, I. It's of America. He's a big like Howard Zinn guy. Okay. Um, he. That's why the guys are shooting the guns at all of the signs of all these different wars, bloody American wars through American history, like Alamo, uh, San Jacinto. Um, uh, all of these, th- they're kind of chronicling those events. And then why I said that the driving and not stopping thing made sense. What I got it from its subtext was just sort of the like balls out. Uh, Brett Easton Ellis version of America that so, he was trying to present is like there is no stopping and thinking. It's only go go go. So, but okay. So Speaking that's the they first. They didn't that. stop the car just like we didn't stop the war. Exactly. <laughs> and but then even but but in the first one, Franklin had to go, and they stopped the car to let Franklin go. Yeah. But uh, they should have stayed I'm the course. Keep, you're keep going. Keep going. You're contradicting. Uh, uh, the touch. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you can't um, see it, but they're touching. Yeah, there's uh, the less. It, it's not as subtle. That's for subtle. sure. Subtle like, is not a the, word uh, I would use for this. The, movie. the oldest brother is constantly spouting like right wing, um, like tax policy things, and trying to be an overt analog for like people. The Toby butcher, Hooper, the main guy. The yeah, he. He. I thought he's the dad. He said my brothers. Oh, they talk so much. I can't. Yeah. He's and not a dad. He's not their dad. He said my brothers. He kept like saying you. That might have been, you know, the 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 royal brothers, maybe, oh. <laughs> like brothers of. Yeah, I don't know, but he did say brothers like three or four times. So I assumed. Um, and he said my youngest brother. Okay, there you go. Yeah, to um, when he was talking about like you, whatever he fell in love with you or whatever. Okay. To to stretch. Um, ah yes. But yeah he kept talking about like the small businessman and like I'm the backbone of this country and it was like a satire of and then Platehead was the, a hippie the uh yeah 80s Republican kind of American 80s Republican cannibal and chili makers he, yeah we know the he kept, archetype he kept yeah. making fun of like the football the small fans it's an anti-consumerist thing he was trying to put into this movie he just didn't do it as delicately and when called out for not doing it as delicately he was like yeah because nothing in the 80s is done delicately it's like everything's ratcheted up to the uh, to the end. I think that's why the '80s is a superior, superior. It's that's what he's trying to do. Now, over I would say top. he did it successfully, but whether you enjoy that or not is a separate question. And the question is, are you stupid? <laughs> why was it Ernest yeah. in this movie? I, I would have enjoyed. <laughs> I'm scared, stupid. Oh, burn, burn! Looks like you're eating grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> burn. That's no chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> also thought grandma was real scary. 
Grandma was scary. She scared the shit out of She reminded me of, she reminded me of the, the uh, alien, alien 4 hybrid thing. Mm. Yeah. Kill mm. me. <laughs> Kill me. That movie was so almost okay. Almost okay. Brad Durst in that movie. So what? Yeah. yeah. He's okay. like in, what, 10 movies? So the thing that killed this movie... A chainsaw? That's true. <laughs> is the synthesizers. Yeah, the oh, soundtrack was pretty bad. It. Yep. Because <laughs> he couldn't afford a composer. Like, the soundtrack That's sounds like I did it over a weekend. If they could afford a composer, it would have made a better movie. Yeah. But, like, let's, I'm like... Because yeah. the other one didn't have much music. Was Everything minimalist. else was pretty well done. The original was minimalist. Yeah, the, like, the set design and all of that was I mean, yeah, the great. That reminded, right, reminded me of... Um, Goonies? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Remember me of Goonies? Like, it's like, the foot. It was yeah. Goonies with rave lighting. Yeah. I mean that's. I enjoyed it. That's, I like that. I like that. Uh, that look to movies. That like the look. The look to this mise movie. It, what does that mean? That's what that's called. That like kind of like um, Alien Four and and uh, Amelie and have that mise en scene. Well, I, I like Guillermo del Toro. The eighties. Like, man, that like, is a douchebaggy way of saying aesthetic. Yeah, I like the that aesthetic. aesthetic's called like like Goonies <laughs> aesthetics. You know, like this kind of like this. The eighties was. We're, we're filled with that. It was like oversized and oversized, but like everything. There was so much texture. Yeah, even like there was so much fog in like there. A, it's the difference between, in my opinion, Beetlejuice and like Alice in Wonderland is he doesn't do that anymore because of green screen. Yeah, I think green screen has ruined mm. like that 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 aesthetic to theatrical texture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a three D theater. Yeah, hmm. I agree. That's my favorite. and that's why they shot with a wide angle. Yeah, they did. There was a, TV shows were a lot like that for a while, like Pushing Daisies, and uh, mm-hmm. that, where they had that same visual kind Text. of the the lensing and stuff mm-hmm. made things pop. Oh, it was atmospheric too. Yeah. I mean, put a little bit of mist in a scene that does it, wonders. It does wonders. It's like the cheapest, like cheapest most effective trick to add so much depth to your picture. The only more effective Voices. cheap trick is adding a hot know. chick. Speaking of which, we're going on year three, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and our ratings could be better, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what he's saying is put on some lipstick, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your favorite. Yeah. Lipstick? Just like, just like nature holes. That's lipstick? My, that's my nightmare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I still remember my buttons. Good old Mel Blank. I... <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I was him. Oh yes, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't even know where to go from here because <laughs> it doesn't. I will say this: it doesn't. Do you have, know how to have leave fun, a lot to talk Matt? about? It doesn't. Have, it doesn't leave a lot to talk about. Well, so there Matt, isn't a lot. To here's talk how about. I kind of feel. It's not the the best analogy, but I I do because even if I get on board with that all because I did I also didn't get the symbolism and stuff I didn't where even though we you watched, don't need that that's we there watched, for people like Wesley even though we watched <laughs> RoboCop and then we did Starship that's a great Troopers example. I didn't think of that for some reason we did Starship RoboCop Troopers I was like great. I don't think it's there I know he, he has a reputation for coming up with this type of kind of messaging and everyone says Starship Troopers is a brilliant like satire or whatever it's pretty and, good and I didn't feel that from the movie I don't whether I agree with that or not. The way I interpret this, though, Robocop though was perfectly satire. Yes, 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 and we talked about that on the show. Yeah. the The way I feel about this is if you took like the Shawshank, Rede- that, you took like the Shawshank Redemption, which is like or like some very awesome serious movie, and then did a sequel to it, 
and tried to like goof it up to, for the sake of making of a commentary. I think it I like you just that. divert from the tone of the first movie entirely, which it kind of gets to this trend of. And then old Andy put but laxative he, the, but in that was, his coffee. But, 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 but that was his whole point. Like, like there was movies that did that in the eighties. Right, yeah. and, I, and I guess that's I'm whole, saying there's a there is was. a flaw in that. To me, I feel like Gremlins is a is a bad comparison because Gremlins is had a lot funny. of goofiness in the first but movie. But they they ramp it up. They do this. Texas, you seen, did you Joe watch Dante, Texas right? Chainsaw yeah. Massacre? Texas, yeah. it's, did you want this one horrifying. to be just like it? No, but what have I'm you saying seen, is, have the, you seen the second Gremlins? I haven't actually. No, I thought it's we were just like that. We should, no, you guys said we should. You know why? You know why? Like because this. it's a completely different movie yeah, than the first one. Just like this one, and, and it's I all almost, about I, I, I America. And I don't know if I like it even better the, uh, than the first one. The, to be right, honest with you, right? They're I, sponsored by Pizza Hut or some shit. But, yeah, Hulk yeah, Hogan's like, in it. But you're building oh, off. Now of, I gotta see it. You're building <laughs> off of the 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 tone of Gremlins. I I get that it's different. No, it's totally different. It's not even a horror movie anymore. No, I don't know if Gremlins is a horror movie. It is. It's kind of spooky. They have moments. I, I this is like I can't, um, one of the creepiest horror movies. The first, the first one. one is one of the like most unsettling yes. movies I've ever mm. seen. Yes. And then you go to like, I get your point. A but guy like thrusting with, with a chainsaw. Is, is it the same guy? Is it the same guy? What you didn't like that? Didn't, <laughs> no, it's you, a different person. You know, I um, <laughs> but I don't like when he does like this. That? He does he does that a lot. It's so and he's so he runs in motion. He does like stays in. You're the worst chainsaw killer He's almost doing the curly thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really I have funny. to say, what's her name? Whoever played Stretch, Carolyn, something or other, they did her dirty. She had nothing to do. She had a lot to do in the movie, but nothing of. She kicked the guy, screaming yeah. and stuff. Well, that, yeah, Didn't you see how she waved lines. that chainsaw at the end? I did see that, <laughs> and I was like, "There's probably Oscar things nods. that got cut out of this." That well, here's the other thing: is yeah. fine, but I know they left it open ended, but at least a movie will do its due diligence to like show the scene. That is the closure of this movie that then you build off of that's still kind of open it. Like yeah, he falls yeah. in a lake and you don't see it. And this is just Dennis Hopper's here, cut away. Now and he's then dead. you don't see anything. Like, he you, dies, don't, you have he no idea what happened. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. dies off screen from the grenade. Yeah, the grenade. Grenade. So Presumably. I kinda like the end of the first one. Yeah. It was first one was pretty first good. First one was amazing. How is she gonna get out of this? Yeah. It felt real at that point. You mean the first one? I'm gonna have to watch this again. Yeah, the first one was good. First one's scared with the truck driver coming out yeah. too, and and they yeah. leave him. Yeah. Well, he you they see this is good filmmaking. They show him running away down the, the road, way, and they show them going. And out. she's chase and he's chasing her. What happened to him? And and, and then I would have rather watched that movie yeah. than hear about the reason that they chop people up yeah. is to to make sell chili. it at the Super Bowl or whatever. But that not, okay? You just said you're like I don't see the. Subtext you're talking but about, but that's not but interesting. That's, that's like no, that's I, like Seth MacFarlane Family yes, Guy. Yes, like that's I agree not with you. Good, hundred percent. That's, that's what I just said. I said it. He did it successfully, but whether you like it or not is the issue. I don't think the <sighs> subtext and the con the uh, the statement he's trying to make is good. I don't even agree with it. Here, here's the other. I don't part. even agree with it, right. but I see it. No, because it's he's hitting me in the face with it like a chainsaw. But it's also it. <laughs> he's hitting you in the face with it, but it's also like an incomplete version of it. It's like it, it's yes. not. It's he's not good at it. What would be what would have been good? And I wrote this down. Is instead of like this stupid, you could write Dennis Hopper out of the movie. Yes, it's still fine. It makes no sense. Yes. What they should have done is made the whole movie about. Then I take back what I said because what I thought you were saying is that he wasn't trying to do that. 
that you didn't see that con- that uh, subtext there. Well, the the, the consumerist part, I, I or like the the Reagan era, a common or a, a commentary on Americans and how blind they are to some of these things. That's to me is what the movie should have been. Is if you're going to pivot in this direction, even if you want to shift tone, they should have made it all about like stupid Americans eating the hamburgers, yeah. and we see them and they they're just oblivious. But it's, it's not about it, been, it isn't about stupid Americans. It's about yeah, selfish Americans. Yeah. And that's what this, they're, they're murderers, they're killers, they're tearing murderers? people apart. Murderers. 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 Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Ages 69. <laughs> uh, but they're killing people, and the whole time all he's talking about is like, oh, you're from my competitor. You're, you want money? Money? It's about money, isn't it? That's, that's the message. It's horribly mishandled. Yeah, I, that, but I, I on see what purpose. You're, I see what you're but saying. On purpose. I see what you're they, saying. They, they, you don't just, understand, they're, Matt. They're, it's bad on purpose. <laughs> I... Matt, he said it, not me. It's, it's because the acting is terrible. Yeah, but and like, well, it's Bill Mosley, and he's he, terrible. In the, who's they that? Bad. The guy, he's that's the Devil's Rejects guy. The main guy. The, yeah, the yeah. plate in his head guy. Oh, I'm, yeah. talking, oh, I'm well, talking about the older too. guy. The older, he's terrible. The guy from the first movie. Yeah, yeah he's. he's oh, I he, thought he was good. He just, he goes on and on. He's good in the first movie because yeah. there's just they're just crazy. Yeah. They're just crazy in the first movie. In this one, it's just like it's just too much ad libbing or something. The whole movie should have been about their business and them getting caught. That's all it should have been. It's and unfocused. Them, and it's like, unfocused. and because I, I think they only kill like two people in the movie, right? Uh, two or three, maybe two three? guys in the car, three, and then her friend. Like, imagine yeah. if it was like a series of progressions of well, random people. Is that the lowest kill count in a slasher movie? I, I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like, what if they showed us Back like slasher. going to these random places? Like, what is their ridiculous enterprise to get a, <laughs> get an inventory or whatever? I made a rump roast. Yeah, th- that's funny to me. Not like, again, the like ejaculate chainsaw stuff. Like it's stu- That's just stupid. But, but it saved her. And the chop top guy <laughs> is an idiot. That is just a, one of the worst characters in a movie I've ever seen. At first, he's a really bad. At first, he looked like um, like a really pale version of David Letterman. <laughs> but then he got his hit wig off. I did. I will say I like the character quirk he has with the the hanger. Like I thought that was cool. That it just I guess it. it was just an interesting touch. And then I was reminded that uh, does, did anyone see that angry video game nerd episode where they they lampooned this? No, no. Okay, well Mike Matei played the the coat hanger guy, and his impression was spot on. And I, I, I have to give him his props, even though I hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> he was also a good cowardly lion, too. Yes, he was. He yes. was a good cowardly yes. <laughs> Why do you hate his guts so much? Let's, let's, let's shift topics. I just here. hate him. It's a very gut he's, feeling. Because he, he's a really intense video game player. Yeah, that's it. He also did some <laughs> weird things. Oh, did he? Yeah. No, I, I think he just has Where's this podcast going now? Then? I don't know. I think he <laughs> has more ego than You know what? They have, a, they, have a, they have a show called Video Rental. And I think we're better. <laughs> They're the only people on the internet with worse opinions than ours. Here's yeah. something that they could have not done, God, even though they have addition in this movie. They have additional. There's a lot of overlap scenes that are almost remakes. The long sequence of the grandpa failing to kill the person over the oh, bucket. Oh come on, I love that. Did not need that again. <laughs> did not need it yeah. again. <laughs> when he chucks the hammer, <laughs> I loved it. It was fun. It was good in the first movie. He because it's like, building suspense. Yeah, well, I haven't I seen that in like a decade. He looked like um, <laughs> Bill S. Preston when he's his grandma. That's what I kept saying. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. And well, when they go to hell, he like, uh, what's his name? Alex Winter plays his own grandma. And he's in like this prosthetic oh, old person makeup. Okay. It looks exactly like that. 
It's like and that Tom Arnold movie. It's based Stupids, on this. It's based on this scene where he's his own grandpa. Anybody remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Is Alex Winter uh, related to Jonathan Winter? I don't think mm-hmm. so. Hmm. I think so. I'm just gonna say yeah. we can say whatever we want. We can. Do you yeah. We're a better do you, do podcast you know John, than. Do you know Jonathan Winter? I actually was just thinking of Edgar Winter. <laughs> so no, I don't. That's hmm. Johnny Edgar Winter. Mm. That's <laughs> what Johnny Winter you know. is his brother. Oh, okay. They're twins. Twins. So I gave this movie a one out of ten. <laughs> And it was because of there was a chainsaw fight. <laughs> there was, was a chainsaw. That fight. was the reason I gave it. He that had score. chainsaw holsters. That, that was, was awesome. That was, cool. that yeah. was good. They're like little pea shooters. That's I loved. That. I I figured out sort of what this was at that scene where he was like uh, testing the chainsaws on that big <laughs> log, and the guy was like, oh, "Oh man!" I was like, "This is awesome." I was like, "I love this." But then it it didn't it didn't it didn't commit to that, and that's the problem. Yeah, all he did was cut down a bunch of girders. <laughs> I forgot all girders. about the excited Maybe that's why out. Gremlins works so much, because it's completely tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. It's com- yeah. completely... Yeah. Like There's points where this one's not clear. Yeah, yeah. Gremlins works so much because it was all about, like, this is... This, the, we. I'm just going to make this movie that has nothing to do with the first movie that just... It just... This was, like, missed opportunity, the movie. There was oh, potential. Yeah. Like, I thought... There were elements of things I liked. That scene where she first meets Chop Top and he's in the studio with her. Mm-hmm. It had elements of good, and then moments would ruin it. The like acting he would do was things bad. And ruin the it. acting ruined. She was but he good. Would have, she he was would, yeah, she was. But he would have moments where he's good, and then he would blow it. Like hmm. moments where he was unsettling to me. Like Maybe when he's first the, sitting there and the, he's talking to her, I was like, "This is." What else this guy directed? Toby Hooper. Poltergeist. Poltergeist, I think, was the only one. What a dramatic improvement! Oh, uh, Life Force. He did Life Force. What was that about? That's the one, like, one of the worst movies ever made. Oh. Oh, there you go. Put it on the live watch. I just think someone needs to get the most out of their actors and know how to use them. Yeah. That's. I think that's the director's. I mean, I think. I mean, Evil Dead to me is one where the acting isn't great. The first one. It's really bad. But it's still a good movie, and it's still like is first charming. One, I no. love the first one. I love the first. I the gave that a six one, when we watched. The second it. one is pretty much better in oh, every way. Second one, mm, that's what they want. It's to got the first one is more bleakness. unsettling though. Yeah, it's a but more I've horror been movie. unsettled before. I, I, sure. Well, that makes the second one. It, I'm just saying it doesn't tear so down the here, first. Here's movie. A, what's the best yeah. Mad Max movie? Ooh, the new Fury one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like so, like it's like. I think it's Thunderdome. <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome? Uh, yeah. So I just like, didn't yeah. want to have to say the whole so like, title. That's, I mean, as good as like the old ones I'm just, are. I'm like, actually... Like, yeah. that's, that's what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? That's what he set out to do. But this was... They, yeah. This was Toby Hooper's Is anybody out there? <laughs> I'm saying, no, this is, no, this is... No, I'm saying, like, he hasn't done it. Like, he, hey, he's never accomplished it. pop quiz, hotshot. Does anyone out there actually like the first Mad Max movie? No. Not I don't think so. Particularly. No. The second one is excellent. Second one is like everybody loves, and then Fury Road no. came out. Hmm. I still think Fury, I still think the second one's good. Road it's Road. great. Road excellent. Yeah. But they do everything better in Fury Road. And it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. It's a really good mulligan. It's like, I'm going to finally get this right. Don't think yeah. you're getting away. Wesley, you need to give this movie a, a number rating. Everyone. The money. I know, I'm trying to get out of it. All of you do. I'm trying to get out of it. I'll give it Don't a go two. talking about two. other movies. Two out of ten? Two? Okay. Yeah. Really? Because the music was bad. Oh. <laughs> it was, I just, I don't care. <laughs> I was all right. I like the first one more. 
Yeah. I like the first one. They're a just lot. different. They're just, yeah. They're... I, I, it was okay. It was, it would be something that I would watch as a kid if it was on TNT. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a nice break from the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> this and the Christmas it story. just feels like a different class of movie than the other one. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not at all. In the, even in the same, it's barely the same genre, I guess. It, even yeah, within it feels horror, more like, do you do you like any of the '80s kind of like B horror stuff? Oh, I love that like, shit. Like stuff, uh, Motel Hell right. and stuff like that. I'm talking about like Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, well, it's the '70s, but. <laughs> 79 uh, is the 80s. No, Come they have, on. like the later 70, ones, like, 70, the, like the later Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. They got oh, real B, like Friday the 13th. Like, like Friday, oh, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. that's that's a good one. When we did it on here, this, I enjoyed Chucky. it. I enjoyed Friday, the, what was part four or six? We did six. We did six. I really enjoyed watching it, but it wasn't a good movie, but I still enjoyed it. This, I didn't enjoy any of it, actually. I really I didn't. The, the, the bad guys are just... Mm. I wasn't even scared of this one. First one, I was like, "This is fuck freaking weird." Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. Like, we're, we're our, our show's canceled. <laughs> I mean, this is this is not like Aaron. What would you, Aaron? What would so. you give this movie? This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I would give it a three out of ten with a provisional plus one for fun factor. Like, I don't know if I, fun, goofy horror pastiche sort of thing. It, I, I have a weakness for that. I like the use of the word pastiche. I'm not even sure if I used it correctly. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bailing me out. You're welcome. <laughs> no, this movie is. I think I think we touched on it earlier, but it's a if you enjoyed Texas Chainsaw, but you 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 don't need to be scared again. Watch this one, <laughs> and then don't watch any of the others. It's like Child's Play three. I, I haven't seen that. And remember the, the newest Chucky movie we reviewed? Oh my God. I didn't even finish that movie. Oh. It was garbage. Wait, so, oh, it was bad. Cult of Chucky. Yeah. yeah. That was... But then there was a new one that came out that I don't do. There's a, one beyond Cult of Chucky? It's, it's the new one with Mark Hamill. It's beyond voice. Chucky Dome, yeah. We know. Oh, oh, the reboot. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to watch that. No. Yeah, probably not. Wesley, bring us home. Um, I bring would give this a four out of ten, I think. Um I would give it a five, but it just What'd didn't it commit. I gave it a three, three. plus one, possibly. Yeah. So you gave it a four. I gave it a four because um, I did think it was fun. I thought the parts that were funny to me were really funny. But then okay. it just, it didn't, uh, it was too unfocused. It, it didn't, didn't land very well in lots of areas. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't, um, it felt like he had a couple of good ideas and then he didn't know how to string them together. Mm. Um, like a first draft, like a really first rough draft. Yeah, like he yeah this, like, is, this is a I toilet got, script, I gotta yeah, say. This is yeah. like, this is where you need the brain trust. He had 12 years. He probably could have used 20 yeah. to work through this. <laughs> or, like Dennis Hopper's going to be Steven here. we got to do it now. Yeah, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis you, that was... I'm not going to say they wasted Dennis Hopper, but... I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Remember getting destroyed by a grenade? At least they didn't <laughs> waste him as hard as uh, <laughs> that Claws movie wasted Norm MacDonald last year. Remember that? What a waste. That is such a specific... That movie needed a better writer. That movie needed a better writer. You need better writing. Well, when you put Norm MacDonald in your movie, it better be good. If you're doing animation, which is beautiful as that... Yeah. He's right. The funniest man alive? Utilize him. You're right. Uh, I need to have a punchline when he got the word crack. I think they could use another uh, pass on the script there. Yeah. Also, I could use a part. 
They just should talk to him. Took the the, the fly goes to the podiatrist joke <laughs> and just use that. And that would have been just would animate have been that. Just yeah, animate that. that. Ninety minutes of the, the, fly the, the podiatrist the and the and the, the doc. I, doc, uh, I look at my kids and you, you know I. I don't love them anymore. <laughs> I wake up in a malaise. In a slightly related way. My son, uh, Groguero. Of clumsy and not subtle critique of American society. We should figure out how to do a podcast on the boys because I think there'd be a lot to talk the about. The TV it. show? Yes. Yeah. I actually haven't watched that yet. Well, now you're going to watch it. <laughs> I highly recommend it. So, Matt... This is what my voice sounds like when it's going down the hallway, and I'm really far away. Hey, wait, do you have a minute to talk? <laughs> Don't you want to talk about Jesus? It's like, it's like goodbye! <laughs> that will be especially effective for those watching on Spotify. Here it is, yeah. here it is. Listening. Here's, here it is. <laughs> I, you know I have a button for that. Yeah. I'm not going to hit it. He's already done it. Oh. Come on now. All right, next week we are finishing up Spook of Madness Malarkey. with... The witch. The Vivitch. The Vivitch. And we are definitely going to talk about The Lighthouse because uh, it, it will have been two years without talking about The Lighthouse. So, And he's sweating. Yeah. I don't think two you years. understand, buddy. You know what I think. I think this. An eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly. To my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. I had not. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, the ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster man. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster man. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolf 